You're listening to the Late Night Thoughts Podcast. The most stimulating hour of your night. Oh! Hosted by the man himself, a.k.a. Broadfit. Some of you might be offended. Well, we're counting on it. Hey. How you doing? Live from Belmar, New Jersey. Broadcasting around the world. Whoa, 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 whoa. Is there a problem? Huh? You want to go? You want to go? Buckle up for the most unfiltered, raw interviews and never-before-heard behind-the-scenes stories. Get the fuck out of here! What are you waiting for? Three, three, two, two, one, one. And Smith. How we doing? Doing fantastic. Awesome. So why do you think people come in here and choose willingly to not wear a mask? Because we represent freedom. And uh, they know that we have taken the, the real safety procedures very seriously. You know, as, as much as some people like to wear masks, that's a very symbolic uh, safety precaution. The the efficacy of that compared to the efficacy of some of the things that we've put in place, like the hydroxyl generators, like I showed you earlier, are far far superior. You know, and and we're interested in truly protecting health. We're not interested in just um, you know symbolizing. Of course. Now, like you said earlier, everybody is pro-choice when it comes to mask. You know, if they wear a mask in here, they're not hated on. They're not singled out. It's just they have their own choice to do what they want in here. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. I think that's the biggest thing, everybody, is that, you know, it's pro-choice. You know, some people have bigger issues than others. And I can tell you right now, when I wear a mask and I'm doing a deadlift, I'm more than likely I'm going to pass out because I can't have a mask on while I'm doing that. So, again, that's another safety precaution that you guys are pro-choice with everything. And I think that's another thing that separates everybody. It's not, you know, a a lot of people have the misconception that they're going to be, like, judged when they come in here if they wear a mask. We just tell you it's optional. If, yeah. you want to keep, if you want to keep it on and that, that makes you feel better and you want to take that extra little precaution, you yeah. know, whether that we don't care whether you, you think it works or you don't think it works. We just want to give you the choice to do so. Uh, and a lot of our members do. I would say probably uh, may, maybe less than 5% too. But, you know, people come in on a daily basis. Of course. And some of them have elderly parents or some of them have young children at home and yeah. they... They just feel the need to take that extra precaution, and they're not judged for it. Yeah. Um, a lot of them wind up taking it off, yeah, um, I, especially newcomers who come in. They'll come into the gym, yeah. and uh, you know, we'll tell them they can take it off, and they're a little hesitant because they've been used to having to wear it everywhere they go for the past nine months. Um, but then they walk around, and they see all these people who are not dying and who yeah. are uh, happy and healthy and smiling and um, returning to to, to life as we know it, yeah. um, and they, they take it off, and, and some, some choose to wear it, and that's totally fine. I think it's funny that uh, I've seen the same people here for the past year still come in here consistently every week, and like I said, they're all healthy people, and you even have a questionnaire in the very beginning of this where you enter, and you have to check your temperature just to make sure that everybody is 100% before they come in here. Yeah. I mean, the, the precautions we've taken, I'm sorry, I don't want to say we, that you and Frank have taken. That the community, it's a community effort. Community, of course. Um, You know, with a community, everybody is helping each other out here, you know, and that's the biggest thing. And you and Frank have supplied as much as you can to make sure you guys can be helping out the community. And I think that's amazing. Um, Me personally, I've been to plenty of other gyms, you know, when gyms open back up, and I don't think any of them were still taking any precautions on anything, which it's a little ridiculous, but 
I believe that you and Frank are a symbol now for other business owners that, hey, you know, do this the right way and, you know, you can do exactly what you're doing. And I think that's great. You're helping out other small businesses. You know, the biggest thing for us is that um, we're big on the idea of individual responsibility. Of course. Um, individual responsibility for the business owner. You know, if you have a small business and, and you want to operate today, it, it's going to require you being responsible um, for your the, the safety of your customers in a way that, that is pretty unique to, to life. You know, very rarely, if ever, have we ever been faced with something like this where not only do you have to worry about um, business, but you have to worry about you know, public, public health and public safety. But that's, that's not an insurmountable task. No. You know, it takes a little extra effort, you know, but being a business owner is all about effort. It's, it's all about individual responsibility. As a, as a small business owner, you take matters into your own hands um, from, from day one. You know, so this is nothing but an extension of it. You know, and the people who come in here understand that concept of individual responsibility. They come in knowing that we have taken every precaution that is meaningful to protect people's health and that there is some sort of risk involved with, with everyday life. That could be COVID or that could be, you know, getting in a car accident on the way here. Um, but we mitigate those risks and we weigh them and see which ones are worth taking, which ones are not taking. Um, 94,344 visits as of this morning would say that I think a lot of people believe that coming to the gym is not a very high risk activity. Yes. <laughs> you know, everybody, don't, don't think I'm gazing in the, Ian's eyes when he's talking here. I just think it's so crazy that this is just, this is an unscripted podcast and everything he has to say, just, just think about it. Everything he's saying right now is on point and it's also something that him and Frank believe in. This is something that has taken months and months of preparation of what you guys are doing from A to B and it's just, you guys have done everything. You've had everything thrown at you. You guys have literally had everything thrown at you in, your, in the path and stuff, nothing has still stopped you guys. You guys are still progressing. You guys are still helping out the community. And that's what people need to take from all of this. I mean, honestly, this, this isn't just, oh, you know, I want to go to the gym. I want to look good. This, this is more about mentally how you feel. You know, this is the holidays right now. And, you know, I, I like to bring up suicide awareness, everybody. Around the holidays, there's a lot of... Very, very important. It's a very And very days. overlooked these days. Yes, very overlooked. And... You know, I, I can tell you right now, you know, somebody that's getting out of the military or somebody that's not home for the holidays to see their family. Me personally, I wasn't able to see my family during, you know, Thanksgiving and whatnot. And that's a very hard thing to do. And imagine not having the gym, which is some people's escape. You know, it, it's this is a this is a formula for disaster. It is. It is. When you start restricting the things that make people happy and the the things that people do on a daily basis. Um, to feel good both physically, mentally, spiritually, and you start closing their doors into their homes and, and making them sit at home uh, with no release of any form. You know, yeah. this, the gym is just one of those things. Yeah, you know, it course. can be the gym, uh, you know, for, for your average uh, middle-class American soccer mom, that could be going and getting her hair blown out, you know, once a week. You know, you, you, can't, you can't quantify the type of value that brings to somebody's life, especially, if you're unfamiliar with what that does for that person, yeah. you know, people come to the gym. Yeah, sure. A lot of people come to look good. Um, but even that in and of itself, a lot of people come to the gym to look good so that they feel good about themselves, so that they're confident, so that they love themselves. Yeah. You know, but this gym is full of, you know, we got we have veterans, we have active military, we have uh, police, we, we have uh, nurses who work in some of the busiest critical care centers in the world yeah. around us. You know, we have teachers, we have um, 
We have EMS workers here, you know, people who have very, very high stress jobs. And it doesn't even have to be a frontline worker job or a, a first responder. You know, people just need an outlet for their stress. They come here, everybody's laughing, everybody's smiling, everybody's talking to one another, nobody's afraid. Yeah. Everybody leaves feeling better than what they came and they want to come back tomorrow. Yeah. And when you start restricting activities like that, whether it be the gym, whether it be the hair salon, whether it be going out to the park, uh, we saw beach restrictions in COVID. Yeah. Uh, we've seen uh, in Michigan people not being able to go to their summer homes, yeah. uh, all sorts of things that bring people joy. You stuff them inside their houses. Uh, you tell them to be afraid. The only thing that they're watching is, is the news, uh, which is... Nothing but but fear mongering. I mean, it looks like looks like you're sitting at a slot machine when you're watching the news these days. There's this death counter that's like blinking and flashing, and it's it's designed to suck in, and it's not telling you anything good. Yeah. And if that's what you're getting day in day out is this is this diet of fear um, and and just just chaos. Your your world is going to start looking like that, and your headspace is going to start looking at that. But. And that's not to say that the, you know you don't need to take precautions and that COVID doesn't exist. It just means that we can live our lives in a safe and responsible manner with respect to COVID, but not throw everything else by the wayside, without throwing mental health by the wayside, yeah. uh, without throwing uh, the outlet that people have. A lot of people come to the gym are recovering addicts. Yeah. And that's, uh, we saw in San Francisco over a 60 day period, I think it was, 131 COVID deaths, 630 something, um, overdose deaths. You're seeing all these things yeah. rise because we've made public health a one-dimensional entity where it starts and ends with COVID and nothing else is a priority anymore. And that's a very dangerous place to be because the people that need help, the veterans that, that need a, an outlet, the soccer moms that need a place to go and, and relax and blow off some steam for a while, the people that need to go to church uh, and, and hear the, their, their word of God yeah. uh, for their own mental health are not getting it. And all they're getting in, in place of it is just fear and, and, and chaos. And that's it's a recipe for a societal disaster. It definitely is. And I, the one thing that we did mention, especially being in this gym as long as I have, you know, the veterans that are in here, the EMS workers, the police. I mean, we have more of them than, honestly, regular people in here. And me walking around and talking to them, I, I, we are asking questions all the time. Where I'm saying, why do you guys come in here? You know, why are you guys risking this? You know, these are guys working 16-hour shifts that are still coming to work out here. And me being prior law enforcement, I know when I was working a 16-hour shift, sometimes I'd literally go right to the gym after that. Yeah, you just need to get get it all out, the, man. The it's, mental health side of it. It's You can't quantify how important that is to somebody. Of course. Um, because you're not in a position to judge where they're at and what helps them. Yeah. You know, And if, if you're afraid of COVID and you want to take precautions and you want to stay at home and you want to get vaccinated, and yeah. that's your choice. And, and, and good for you. For, for taking your health into your own hands, but you can't start criticizing people for taking their health into their own hands just because you disagree with yeah, it. It's not one way. No, you know, it's, it's not. It it's, depends it, on how you and, feel and as a person. And it's none of your business. Yes. None of, it's none of my business how you protect your body and your mind and your spirit, yeah. and it's none of your business how I do mine. Of course. You know? And that's, I think that's the biggest thing is there's this new phenomenon in 2020 where everybody's in each other's business oh, yeah, everybody's yeah. telling people what they should and should not do what they can and cannot do well, how to run home. their businesses when doing nothing. when to run their businesses what to wear over their faces yeah. and it's like you know 
in 2019, if somebody came up to you and, and told you to cover your face and stuck their finger in your face and was telling you to put a mask on, that, yeah. that was a punchable offense in 2019. It was in 2020, yeah. that's common practice, yeah, 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 yeah. Which, is, which is funny because all of a sudden everybody's responsible for everybody, but nobody's responsible for their own health. Yeah. And that's, 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 that's not the way it's supposed to be. It's individual responsibility, going back to what I said earlier. It's funny you say, like, uh, you know, someone putting a finger in your face telling you to put a mask on. Because uh, <laughs> I was at Edge Fitness about two months ago, and I literally was stopping by just to do cardio. I was trying yeah. to get, you know, the workout in. Get the blood and, flowing. Yeah, so, like, I'm doing a back workout, and my, my mask comes down right below my nose. And this guy looks at me, and he snaps his finger and says, yo, <laughs> put that back on. And I was like... Are you kidding me, dude? Like, I said, I'm doing a really heavy lift here. And, like, they did not care. And I was like, this is the reason why. Like, this this stuff right here should be pro-choice. But they're following all day. I mean, they're, I don't know if you've been to any of those fitnesses, but they're highly trained. Like, when you ask them, like, you can't do that, they're like, no, you can't do this. Like, they actually educate them with lawyers and stuff, telling them that you have to have a mask on. Mm -hmm. And instead of actually warning you every time, they'll give you three strikes. And you're out. And you're out. Yep. And they actually we have a lot of We have a lot of former edge members yeah. here they who either got who either membership. got one strike and didn't care to get the other two or got three strikes and yeah. you know have come somewhere else and that's and and even that you know what you want to run your business like that yeah that's up to you but don't credit don't criticize us for running our business this way yeah you know you want to you want to enforce masks and you want to stick your finger in people's faces and tell them that they they have to wear a mask in your facility I mean, I don't agree with it, but I, I won't stop you. But yeah, keep your criticisms about our business to yourself. So, you know, going back to the other business owners that are looking up to you right now, other gym owners, is there any message you want to say to them? The biggest one is one that I've been saying over and over again. And um, it's pretty simple and it's pretty clear at this point that if you want to be in business in 2021, then you need to come to face to face with the reality that this is not going to stop until you stand up for yourself. Uh, first of all, the lockdowns have been proven once already to be wildly ineffective. Yeah. Um, and the second is that the politicians that are enforcing them and pushing them and shoving them down your throat are not concerned about your business and not concerned about your family eating. Uh, and we saw that with the last round of attempted stimulus bills, which came eight months after nobody had gotten a penny, yeah. and they decided it would, be, uh, it would be good for all of us to get $600. You know, these, these people are, are not acting with, with anybody's interest in mind other than their own. They're not serving the public. Um, they're serving big corporate interests, and they're serving their own interests. Yeah. And until you come face to face with that reality, you're going to be a victim of the things that they do. When you come face to face with the reality that these people are not here to help you, yeah. it's going to be a lot less intimidating to open because you're going to understand that you are on the right side of this and that you don't have anything to fear. The worst that could possibly happen to you as a small business owner, especially as a restaurant owner, as a gym owner, as a salon owner, is already happening to you. Of course. Somebody is coming into your life telling you what you can and cannot do, telling you that you can or cannot earn money. Um, it's like a bad ex-girlfriend. Yeah, it is like a bad a, a toxic ex-girlfriend. It is. It's like a toxic ex-girlfriend. Yeah, you yeah. can't you can't look at this person. You can't, can't talk this. to this, and it's but it, it's true. What is happening is you are face to face with a playground bully, yeah. and sticking your head in the sand and pretending that that bully is going to get bored and go away is not reality. It's true. The only the only way that this ends is that you stand up for yourself. You know, we've been in business 
We've been open, excuse me, for seven and a half months now under COVID restrictions. They've done everything imaginable to us. Yeah. You know, $1.5 million in fines, $15,497.76 per day every day. We've been arrested. We have over 80 summons. We've had our business license stripped. Yeah. Uh, we've had our doors locked. We've had our doors boarded up. You name it. But we're still in business. And I remember when none of that, there. none of that, as bad as all that is, none of that is as bad as losing everything that we've ever worked for and losing this gym and providing the community service we provide to the thousands of people who, who have come through here. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's do or die time. you touch with this too, because I, I'm, I'm here sometimes where you have long conversations with people that have never been here. There's people that come from all over the world. I've literally seen people come from Texas. I've seen people come from California, all over the place, yep. just to come to this gym to know what it stands for. And that's the really, that's the biggest meaning here is everybody that this is not, that this isn't just some you know weird saying. This is like this is what everybody wants right now, which is like you said, freedom, to do what you actually want. And that's why it starts with one person. And it started with Ian and Frank of making a stand and saying fuck you to everything and doing what they believed in. That is the biggest message here, is do what you believe in. And I literally said, I think I said this to you when you first opened, that you're on the spotlight now, Ian. I said, people from now on are gonna be on you. Yeah. It's gonna be good and it's gonna be bad. Good and bad, definitely. And again, More good than bad, though. And again, from saying that and then five months later, from seeing all the other gym owners that said, I'm gonna stay open now, I'm gonna do this, Following in now your it's footsteps. really starting to happen. It's really starting to happen, but think it all started with this gym and it mm -hmm. all started with you and Frank that wanted to make the statement to make sure that people weren't scared. And that's, to me, that's just the reason why I come to this gym is because of what it stands for. And all the other people that you're inspiring, all the other people that are taking the leap of faith that you guys took originally, not knowing what the fuck would happen. I mean, I remember when I was I We was didn't filming. think it would go this far, that's yeah. for sure. We thought it would last maybe a week or two. There would be a standoff between the people and the government, and yeah. the government would come to their senses, but they, they've clearly, they're not going to. No. You know, so it, it's a matter of, you know, a, a law. It's power. Or a law or any sort of, because these aren't laws, but a law or any sort of measure put in place by the government has absolutely zero value if the people reject it. And that's all, that's all that needs to be done here. You know, we all, and, and this, this started out as, as, a, a, um, as far as people's opinions go about COVID, it was a very polarized political issue. Yeah. You're seeing as this drags on longer and longer and as it's starting to affect people's lives across the political spectrum, more and more people um, who were originally against the ideas of uh, opening up and we're very pro-lockdown, more and more of them every day change their mind because they're seeing the devastating effects and they're seeing that, that the lockdowns never work to begin with and that true public health lies in individual health and giving people the opportunity to live happy, healthy lives, yeah. whether that be at the gym, whether that be at churches, whether that be in any other way that they choose to do so. Um, and it's, this, is, this has been the hardest thing and the easiest thing we've ever done. You know, our story hasn't had to change from the beginning. Yeah. There's a reason it's so easy to talk about it because we're talking about the truth. We're talking about something that we truly believe in. We haven't had to alter our story yeah. at all. Our, our objectives have been the same from the beginning and they're, they're the same today and they'll, they'll remain the same until we win. It's to limit government's ability to come into people's lives and tell them what to do. 
with with zero just cause because again they haven't provided small business any significant data or science that shows them to be more of a threat to the public than walking into Walmart or walking into Home Depot or walking into any of these places that have been allowed to operate from the beginning. Yeah. Amazon back in October reported having over 20,000 cases of COVID in their warehouses, 20,000. Now, if that same thing were to happen to one small business, yeah. they, uh, the governors and the, and, the, and the lockdown loonies would have had a field day with one case. You see what they do to public schools. Yeah. Public schools, one, one kid has a case, one case is reported, they shut the whole school down. Yeah. Amazon has 20,000 cases reported up until October. Who knows what that number is now? And what are they doing? They're not, they're not only in business, but they're expanding at a rapid rate. Yeah. I mean, the hypocrisy is, it, it's insane. And that's, that's what we're here. We're here to fight for our rights as individuals and as small business owners and as the middle class of America who have been forgotten by politicians, trampled by corporations, and, and getting the short end of the stick since March. I know that uh, I don't know if you're a big barstool sports fan, but uh, I am now. Yeah, I am now. After seeing what uh, it's Dave Portnight. Yeah, his name. Dave. Guy's Dave hilarious. has done some awesome work, and I think he's probably the most influential uh, celebrity that has spoken out about the lockdowns ever since. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I saw like I guess last week or the week before he put out the first video yeah. uh, before he talked about fundraising. You know, and that was actually something that we were going to start doing, but we've backed off of that because he's doing such a fantastic job. He is. Um, but he came out with the video, and I think it was the most influential piece yet on the lockdowns because Dave is somebody who's respected by almost everybody. Yeah. He's not a political person. I'm sure he has his political views, but he doesn't really voice them. Yeah. You know, he's somebody that everybody loves, um, and he's, he's you can tell, I've never met him, but you can tell he's got a good heart, um, yeah. and he's a kind person. Of course. And... He sat in front of that camera and he talked about the devastation that's going on in small businesses and it was the realest fucking thing that anybody's ever yeah. said about it yet. And it caught the attention of not only the people that, are, that were already against the lockdowns, but the people that may not have been convinced quite yet that this was a bad idea. Yeah. And now he's fundraising. I think as of this morning, he's got $6 million raised, yeah. which is absolutely incredible that in a week and a half of fundraising, he's bailed out more businesses than government did. Yeah himself and using his platform and the money of the public yeah. and it just shows that we don't need these people in our lives telling us what to do we're, we're far better off when we of take matters into our own hands and and support one another you support your local community you know you come together you donate you, you go out of your way to shop here and not there yeah. you know and and look what happens I mean that's just one small example and he just started that and it's already yeah. changed so many lives well that you know, he, he could just be on a yacht right now, just enjoying his life. But exactly. Instead, and instead, he's not. He wants, and that's that's the reason why I've, I've always liked all of his content. But as soon as I started seeing the more and more stuff he was doing for the community and, you know, people in New York right now, the business owners that are struggling right now, and the fact that he's not sipping on a little fruit drink or a little umbrella and on yeah, a he's yacht. In, right he's now, in the trenches with everybody else because he's, he's, a, he's a regular person. And yeah. as successful as he's become, yeah. he hasn't forgot about. A, where he's come from, and B, the people that have put him to where he's at now. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a reason that, uh, you know, he, he, he's got the empire of barstool sports that he does, and it's because people have supported him. Of course. And now he's given that support back, and I think that's, that's incredible. And yeah. it's, it's, it's something that 
people in his position should take notice of. Yeah. Um, and maybe stop virtue signaling from their ivy towers uh, and telling people how to live their lives. You know, because a lot of people in his position are the same people that criticize, yeah. you know, small businesses for opening. You know, your, your Hollywood celebrities, and you know, not all of them, obviously, but a lot of them feel the need to criticize yeah. uh, small businesses and people who are anti-lockdown. Yeah. You know, but they're living their nice posh life up in the Hollywood Hills. You know, um, but this guy's in the trenches. Actually, actually doing something. And, and that's the reason why, everybody, I wanted to mention, Dave, because, uh, number one, it, it's amazing what he's doing, and I want it to be recognized, whether we have a big Fuck channel yeah. or a small channel. I hope you can repost this on Barstool. I hope so, Dave. I don't know. <laughs> Just remember, Broadfit and Ian Smith from Attila's Gym in <laughs> Belmar. But you should repost this, Dave. I like what you're doing, and I hope to see more of you, and uh, I give the utmost respect to you. We're about to be on a break right now. This has been a great 30-minute segment, and we're just kind of winging it. But we're going to be here all day, everybody, so stay tuned.